Hello and welcome to the 9 in 10 News for the Community by the Community podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Hunter, and having grown up in northern Michigan, something I have always personally loved about this area is the love and support that comes from every corner of these northern Michigan communities. So the goal of this podcast is to promote and get to know the many local nonprofits and charities and their work along with individuals who really leave an impact on their communities through outreach or volunteering. If you ever want to nominate a group or individual, please send me an email. That's at Courtney Hunter, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-H-U-N-T-E-R at 9in10news.com. I'd love to hear all about who's making a difference where you live. Today, we are talking all about Can Do Island. Jill Johnson is the director of the nonprofit, along with Lori Fisher will also be here to give us a better understanding of what they do. Honestly, it's a program I have never heard of before, and that is exactly why we wanted to reach out and feature them this month. So please join me in welcoming Jill and Lori and learning more about who they are and what they do. This month, we are here with Jill and Lori from Can Do Island. Thank you guys so much for driving down to Cadillac. You guys are based in Traverse City, right? right. Yes. So tell me a little bit, what is Candu Island? Candu Island is a drop-in center for mentally ill people, with people with mental illness. Yeah. Um, and so how did you guys get started? Candu Island was started in 2003 with a block grant from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. There is a, an outfit called JIMHO in Lansing, which stands for Justice and Mental Health Organization, where a man um, created a center for people, especially the homeless people in Lansing, and it became a place where folks with a mental illness could go that was safe, they could talk to each other, they could help resource with each other, and it grew out of Lansing to create drop-in center possibilities throughout the state. Um, in 2003, the department, Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, put out block grants in order for centers to be created within different towns. We had a great um, set of individuals who, who I assisted with writing the grant. They um, created a board, they found a facility they could rent from, and with those initial block grant funds, we were, to, we were able to outfit it with some things computers, the ability to access the internet, um, other Michigan Department of Health and Human Services benefits that might be available by having access to a computer. And then of course, um, the other community resources and things to do, puzzles, games, pool table, a television, couches, all those things that, that cost money to um, put into a place. And so that's how we, how we began. So, Lori, you were kind of here from the start of Candu Island, correct? Correct. I am an employee of Northern Lakes Community Mental Health, where the block grants tend to come through for different opportunities throughout the entire state, but they make them available for community mental health to assist community partners in doing things that the state thinks are great ideas and would like to expand throughout the state. Awesome. So it sounds like Candu Island truly is kind of a sanctuary, like you think of an island, you know, somewhere peaceful and safe you can go. Uh, you touched on it. Now, what are some of the things you guys do there? Say, I'm looking for a place like this. If I go there, what am I going to find? Okay, I'm going to do this in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> first, of the we, have, we offer community resources and computers. 
Um, we have a food pantry, a washer and dryer. We have comfortable couches and warm smiles. <laughs> um, we do have homeless people that come in. I would say about a third of the people that come in are homeless. Mm -hmm. um, we have food rescue that delivers food three times a week. Um, sometimes we have ready-made food that is great because we don't have a kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, and they deliver food that we put into our pantry, but a lot of it is fresh fruits and vegetables um, and bread and milk and things that people can come in anytime even when it's not pantry hours, mm -hmm. set up in a whole different room and they can come in and get what they need. Um, do you have a favorite part about about working with Candu Island? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> um, we have a great group of people that come in. Uh, when you walk in the front door, you walk into a very large welcoming room. We have live tropical plants. Island, Candu Island. Island. Our windows are painted with an island. Our, my assistant did that, Caitlin Peckham. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I also run this with two assistants. I have Caitlin Peckham and Colleen Francis, and they are amazing. They keep the activities going. We're always coming up with new ideas on different things that we can make or do. A couple days ago, we tie-dyed. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, Last week, we had Sally Peckham from Peckham Paintings come in and teach an art class. Um, she's a local artist, and she comes in every couple weeks, every couple months, I'm sorry, and teaches an art class, and it's where everybody does the same picture. Oh, yeah. We get done. They're all a little different, but they are so beautiful. It's so yeah. cool. So it doesn't, you don't have to be an artist to be this. She'll teach you how to do it. For sure. And then some people leave them and we hang them on the walls for people to see, or they will leave them for a couple of days to hang for people to see, and then <laughs> they take them home. Um, we do, we have done, in Candy Island, we have, um, in the big room where you walk in, there's a pool table. There's a table where you will always find people playing cards, euchre, usually. <laughs> and there may be two, two or three of those. And you're always welcome to join in on a card <laughs> game. Um, we have a dartboard. We have a puzzle table. We play bingo every week, Thursday, 11.45. Be there, win a prize. And everybody wins a prize. When it gets to the point where they've all won their prizes, then uh, we do a coverall. Today at bingo, there were four people that had the coverall, which wow. means they each get like a $5 or more worth gift bonus prize it's pretty fun yeah yeah um so for all the people you see you know kind of some of your regulars maybe mm -hmm. is it kind of nice for you to watch Candu Island help them this is my fourth year at Candu Island and when I started like I said I didn't even know what a drop-in was I had no idea the amount of community support that is out there for people in need, whether it's mental health, illness, or um, homeless. And I have seen people actually from homeless rise above, they have a job, they have a car, they have a home, they're stable. You know, they got off of, you know, maybe they were into drugs or alcohol or whatever. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen the change and it's, it really blows my mind still. Mm -hmm. Because it, there's just there's so much out there. Well, and it's cool that Candu Island can help 
that process, even if it is just getting to come and play some cards and get a little relief from, you know, there's so much stress Mm -hmm. in the outside world that they're dealing with. So you guys get to provide that, that little sanctuary, that, that island comfort. We do a lot of arts and crafts and people are doing that. They're, they're engaging in conversation. They don't think about their problems. Yeah. That's huge. It's really fun to see them all just come together and then they have something to show for it after and they're so proud Mm -hmm. and we're so proud. Yeah. Sometimes I go into work and I just, I'm in my office literally all day long. People, I just need to really need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. I'm not a therapist. But you're listening here. I have a college degree, but I do listen and I can help them with community resources. Yeah. And direct them to to who can maybe help them further. Awesome. Lori, do you have a favorite part of being involved with Candu Island? A favorite part? I guess my favorite part is since I am more of a, um, a finance type board yeah. person. So my favorite part and what I participate in is the board governance. So we're always trying to engage with folks who, who use the center to to become more stable and use it as part of their road to recovery. And then ultimately, we want them to help govern the center in what worked for them, what recommendations would they have to assist others. And so all along this road to recovery, in the end at the center, we hope some folks are uh, able to give back and participate in the board because we have to have a board of directors to make decisions, to uh, assist in the the daily goings on, make decisions on what kind of things that we would be supporting with the money that we have under contract with Community Mental Health. Uh, This past month, lots of of discussions on how do we use the food rescue uh, service because in Grand Traverse County and um, surrounding counties, there's a giant food coalition, food rescue process. Everything from, if there's a snow day (coughs) at the schools, then what are they doing with all those lunches? Well, we have to have a system within our our community to get that where it needs to go. It it can't go bad. And I like to see all the participation with all of the individuals saying, this helped me so much, this is what really made my day today. Mm -hmm. Folks will come in at the end of our monthly board meetings for our public comment just to say, Thank you, thank you, thank you. I I needed this today, and after the board meeting, I certainly feel so much better. No matter what my issues might be for the day, <laughs> you know, go back to work. However, however, making sure that folks enjoy it, that it's that it's safe, and that we have good rules and governance, and make sure that nobody's uncomfortable. Yeah, and that the resources, and like you said, who better to learn from? than the people who have, like Jill said, have kind of risen through that and said, this is what helped me the most, and then hopefully can help somebody else with that information. Another great part of Candu Island is that you do not have to be in a, a particular um, type of mental health services. You can have a past, a past mental illness, you can have a current, you can see a private therapy you, you can be engaged in any part of your road to recovery and still use the center as a place to go. Um, sign-in is helpful to Jill and I because that's how we keep track of our statistics and, and to help to 
garner more money through contract if possible, because staffing is staffing mm -hmm. and facility is, of course, your biggest expenses. Um, but it is not mandatory. You don't have to sign your name. You don't have to talk to anybody, and you certainly don't have to divulge anything you don't want to. So it can be completely anonymous. Yep, mm -hmm. and it, we don't want folks to be isolated. We don't want them to be depressed and alone. We want them to go out and know that there are so many other folks who would love to talk to you too. Mm -hmm. So it can be completely anonymous. You're open to anybody, it sounds like. Correct. Um, so on the other side of things, if there's somebody out there looking who wants to help you guys, how can they help? Either with donations or do you have fundraisers or anything like that? So I would say that the, <coughs> probably the biggest need is folks who want to come and and direct that arts and crafts event or direct something that they have a skill in and willing to engage with folks to do. This is a puzzle that I love to do in a certain fashion. Can I come in, Jill, on Wednesdays for a half hour and teach crochet or teach whatever they might like to do? Um, books, games, uh, participation is what we're about. We don't necessarily need uh, clothing pantries and I mean we don't mm -hmm. we don't need things to give as much as we would really like the volunteering to to teach skills and to to create that engagement not to say that we don't need some right. things <laughs> probably one of our bigger needs and products is um, shampoos personal care items yeah. that is one of our biggest needs mm -hmm. especially given the homeless population that come in yeah I would say um, female hygiene products, razors, toothpaste, toothpaste toothbrushes, toothpaste, uh, shampoos, soaps. Um, there are so many. I have a, a cart set up, and the people that come in, they know they can just go to that cart and take anything take they need off need. of it. Mm -hmm. And I have to remember to keep, you know, buying. We're down on shampoo. Yeah, we got to buy some razors. And, right. Um, but the... Female hygiene products are a really big deal. Yeah. So it sounds like mostly you're in need of, of people's time. So as the director, if I wanted to volunteer, what would that look like for me? Or how would I go about telling you that I know how to knit and I want to come teach it? You would just call me <laughs> and I would set up a time. Um, I have a lot of people that would be interested in the knitting. Mm -hmm. um, we would just, you know, get a sign-up sheet for people to set up. Um, find a time. We would even supply the yarn. I have a lot of craft supplies. I have yarn mm -hmm. and knitting needles, crochet needles that we um, purchased through a grant. Mm -hmm. um, and so people can just call you at the number on your website. We will be posting a link to your website mm -hmm. and all that on 9in10news.com. So that's where they can go to find mm -hmm. a way to contact you so they can start giving some of right. their time to you guys. And I'm working with Deb right now to help update the website and update our brochures so awesome. she's working pretty close we're shout working. out to deb deb's in here with us Deb's, yay <laughs> yeah she's helping a lot um the other day jill mentioned um a, a great story i think where sometimes if people do have small cash donations they can make special um purchases for individuals that have an individual need. Mm -hmm. And could you share that story about the guy that came in I had a, shoes? Well, it's very interesting because I had um, a donation 
from somebody in CMH and um, with some jackets and some shoes. And so I brought them in and I was gonna offer them to one of my people that I knew needed them. Somebody else walked in the door and they said, oh my God, those are shoes, can I, can I have those? I'm like, yeah, you can, you know, I'm not gonna tell you no. So then I proceeded through the day and the person that I wanted to give them to came up and he said, Jill, do you have any duct tape? And I said, what do we need duct tape for? The whole sole had fallen off his tennis shoe. So I said to him, um, get your jacket, I'll pick you up in the truck, we're gonna go, we went to Myers. I bought him shoes. I'm not supposed to personally do that, but I'm sorry. My husband and I bought this man some shoes. Yeah. He couldn't believe it. He said, why are you doing this? And I said, well, um, you know, there's been quite a need for shoes lately, and I can't ask for shoe donations because then I get so many, I have no place to put them. <laughs> but um, I said, Gary, you're one of the people that come in here all the time. You're always willing to help. You are always, you know, always a kind word. You will, you're just a good person, mm -hmm. you know. So I, we got, got some shoes. shoes. And I laughed because the ones that I had gotten <laughs> were exactly the size he needed. Oh. But somebody else came in and they were like, I just really need those. Yeah. That's fine. And they were just sitting in my office. Whose shoes are those? <laughs> <laughs> That's um, awesome. So, you know. Really, yeah. And I have a homeless man that lives in a tent year round. Um, I buy him candles to keep his tent warm. Um, he told me he's in dire need of hand warmers, so I'm going to have to get him some hand warmers pretty soon. Mm -hmm. um, but they know that they can come in. If we don't have it, we will get it. Mm -hmm. And But we help them help themselves. It's not just a free-for-all, not just a, you know, hey, right. go get me this. These people really need it. They really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And they're so thankful and so grateful. Yeah. So there are ways for people, if you know... You know, if somebody calls and says, I want to help, but I don't know how, you may say, I know somebody who really needs hand warmers. Will you go get some mm -hmm. hand warmers? Yeah. Because even something simple like that, because I think a lot of people, if they knew that they could mm -hmm. do something simple like that to give back, I think they would. Yeah. And this time of year, um, at the beginning of winter, we had a lot of people that donated coats. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't have clothing donations mm -hmm. there, but I do have a rack and a bench set up. And it's always visited. Mm -hmm. I don't have room to do a whole room. Mm -hmm. um, but even if people wanted to call and say, what are you in need of? Yeah. You know, monetary donations. I know at some point we're going to need like another freezer. Um, right. We have different things that come up. Right, for sure. You know. <clears throat> so we can post all of that information on our website so that people can start calling you more, hopefully, and we can get some of that. Um, is there anything else you guys want people to know about Candu Island? The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services has issued additional block grants for drop-in centers this year. And what the initiatives are recently is health and wellness. And health and wellness for the department is about engaging in social activities, anything that is about walking, moving, um, going to see things that you hadn't seen before. So Jill will take folks on a day trip to the sand dunes or maybe a day trip to Ranch Rudolph to to do something that they have never done before. And, and the department you know, in Lansing really appreciates making sure that folks have opportunities that they, they would never have had before. 
there are folks that have never left Traverse City. Yeah, that's really cool. Very cool. Like a little field some, trip. Of our, some of our field trips have been to Meyer Gardens, and then we got to stop at Popeye Chicken. That was Bonus. A, that was a big hit. <laughs> and Meyer Gardens was amazing. Beautiful. It was great. It really we is. have a we have a van that is wheelchair accessible. Perfect. Has a lift on it, so we are able to to take and we can. If we're going in a large group, we can always get another van from CMH. Um, we attend Zippity Zuda Day every <laughs> summer at the Saginaw Children's Zoo. Are you familiar with that? No, I'm not. Um, a man named Stuart Wilson actually pays to have the zoo closed, and he opens it up free of charge to anybody with any kind of mental or wow. physical handicap. He has volunteers that go in and work. It's amazing. They have um, a carousel. They have a train that goes around. Of course, you go through and see the animals. They have, they offer hot dogs or hamburgers, watermelon, ice cream, snow cones. Um, and you guys make corn, sure people candy. in Traverse City can get there. You, you know, we bring even if usually they have a car two or, Wow. And if people want to drive themselves, that's fine. We get tickets for them also. Awesome. It is amazing. That does sound really cool. It is so much fun. And that's every summer. Every summer, it's usually in July, and it's called Zippity Zuda Day. Awesome. This man is <laughs> amazing. He's just got the biggest heart. Yeah, for sure. And it's so much fun. Our people are all like, when are we going to the zoo? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me one more time, where are you guys located? If somebody hears this and says, this sounds like something that could help me, where can I find you? We are in Traverse City at 3003 Garfield. Um, it's just south of where Kmart used to be. Awesome. Um, big yellow building, brick building. Um, we have, we just have so much to offer. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. In the summer, we were able to buy a grill with one of our grants. So we have a patio out back that's just beautiful. And we were able to get a gazebo to shade people. We have raised garden beds. We do gardens in the summer. I mean, they can come and help plant a garden and keep a garden going or yeah. take what they need out of the garden. Um, just, there's just so much. Yeah, it sounds like you, you guys don't, you, when I, because I had never heard of you guys before, so when I found you, I thought, who better to talk to because, you know, I want to get the word out about you guys. But it, it was, everybody was asking me what you guys do, and I was like, it's hard to pinpoint because they do so much. So I just, I think that's really cool. It's just a fun, fun place. Awesome. There is one other drop-in center within the six yes. counties that Northern Lakes Community Mental Health serves, and that one is called New Connections. Connections. New Connections is in Prudenville, just on the east side of Houghton Lake. That particular drop-in center, the need in that area is maybe a little more disabled folks physically rather than the homeless population that Traverse City has with severe mental illness. So that particular drop-in center has the facility for what was a restaurant. So it has a licensed kitchen. And their engagement with their community is for cooking and teaching. And will will serve a few less people than Jill has coming in. However, their needs are much different. Mm -hmm. So it is so community-based on what is the need for the individuals who are um, who are experiencing isolation mm -hmm. and, and are at home. Um, it's a great service that is so <coughs> community driven on what 
where people need to go and the kinds of folks that might use that center. Yeah. So is that the same, could say, you know, somebody lives and they're listening to this and they live closer to the Prudenville Center. Is that another thing where they could just call and say, how can I help you? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yes. They would like that? Yeah. <laughs> the the um, yes. New Connections had an, an individual who did arts and crafts every single Wednesday at a certain time. Um, she had retired and has moved out of state and so they they really are looking for somebody who can direct some some basic arts and crafts skills um weekly you know time dependent upon the individual's availability that uh folks with um an intellectual developmental disability could mm-hmm. participate in Awesome. Yeah. It sounds like you guys have a lot of great volunteer <coughs> opportunities. So if you are interested in volunteering with Can Do Island or New Connections, head to our website, 9in10news.com. We will have a link for you there so you can get a hold of these lovely ladies and get involved. Thank you guys so much for coming oh, today. Thank you so much, Courtney. This has been really, really great. Yes. Fingers crossed. I hope your phones are ringing off the hook. <laughs> thank you, Courtney. <laughs> Again, that was Can Do Island director Jill Johnson, along with longtime employee Lori Fisher. For more information about Can Do Island or Northern Lakes Community Mental Health, head to 9in10news.com. As always, if there are any groups, nonprofits, charities, or even exceptional individuals you'd like to hear about, email me at CourtneyHunter at 9in10news.com. From podcast producer Joe Busick and myself, thanks for listening to the 9 in 10 for the Community by the Community podcast.